Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Development TV and your match preview show ahead of Liverpool taking on Luton at Kenilworth Road on Sunday afternoon. My name is Dan Club. I'm joined by Jay Pearson next to me and Abigail Rudkin over there. Yeah, do get involved in the chat as always as we discuss a few talking points ahead of the trip to London. Um, a bit of a throwback stadium as well for the Reggio and Klopp was speaking about it earlier. Obviously, he's never been there before. He believes the changing room isn't massive, he described <laughs> it as, but he's looking forward to it all the same. And I think we all should be, to be honest. We don't often get to play against these. We've had some good cup ties with them down the years. I'm sure you'll remember mm-hmm. them, Jay, especially yep. Abby. You might be a little bit too young. Probably a little bit Abby Alonso young. from our own half. Yeah, yeah you seen yeah. the goal. Sitting, yeah, I mean, it with me, sitting watching it with me dad when I'm about this big. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> finish 5-3. I think we were 3-1 down at one point. And Jay, yeah. just absolutely screaming at Xavier Alonso to pass in the ball. Yeah. And then he realised what he's just done. Just looks and starts applauding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was one of the great moments. Um, but yeah, interesting game for the pool. But one we need to take seriously. Seriously, before we get on to sort of what it means and the permutations of it, I did mention Klopp's press conference a moment ago. Um, he has sort of given a bit of a rundown on the team news. Uh, Louis Diaz is back in training, but said it's up to him whether he features or not. Obviously, Abby, I'll come to you on the Diaz situation. I want, I will say, I must reiterate, I've said this a few times this week, hopefully gets resolved very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was an update last night on it basically saying that the people that had taken him didn't realise they'd taken him or something along those lines. It's all a bit bizarre it really is but on Diaz Klopp said he's trained for the last couple of days now and he said rightfully it's up to him whether he plays or not it's a difficult one isn't mm. it it really is but you can understand with Diaz why he might want to take his mind off it perhaps yeah. see that's what I was thinking but like obviously it's devastating and you don't want him to be put in a situation where he feels as though he's like got any sort of pressure on him apart from what he's already going through right now do you know what I mean so I can't really imagine them you know, playing him, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it to him. To be honest, he probably mm-hmm. being in training is probably the best distraction that he's got. I think actually playing in the game might be a little bit too much for him. But I mean, if that's what he wants to do, he might go to the manager and say, "That's exactly what I need." You know, can always take him off if he feels yeah. like it's too much. But I probably wouldn't start it. No, it's a very difficult one, isn't it, Jamie? I mean, we all feel for Diaz, and again, hopefully this comes to a, a positive end. And very soon, it's been going on too long as it is. To be honest with you, but mm-hmm. yeah, Diaz, Abby says it there. It's up to him, really. I guess in a lot of senses. 
is, but there is also a point whereby Klopp and the people around mm-hmm. him might take it out of his hands, perhaps. So it's it's a difficult yeah. one, isn't it? It is. You catch twenty two situation, yeah. you play him and he doesn't play well and the result doesn't go well, then you house of cards falls yeah. down, doesn't it? And you just go, We should have left him out. But like like Harry said, if if he wants to play given the fact that the way Liverpool have been playing the last couple of weeks anyway they've been brilliant and he's been in and out of the side and when he has played he's been brilliant and so you wouldn't I wouldn't complain if he did start because his abilities are always yeah, there yeah. but again you know mentally are you all there and yeah it's a difficult one so yeah. I, I wouldn't be disappointed to, to not see him start yeah. mm-hmm. uh, maybe bring him on like Abby said but even like I, I love the fact that training with the lads and then maybe just leave him at home for the game that's, yeah. I think it's probably the best thing to do that yeah. feels like it might be the plan but provide, potentially if there is a, a really positive update in the next sort of 24 yeah. hours or so he's trained a couple of days now so if his dad is found safe and well and he comes back home and all that sort of stuff yeah. then Diaz has got a couple of days training behind him so all of a sudden he might switch to yeah, being involved yeah. on Sunday you know what I mean it so, wouldn't be a bad thing either because we, how blessed are we with that front six you know? oh yeah it's absolutely exactly. yeah, it's crazy you, you're yeah. not bothered which combination you get they're covering exactly. themselves of all possibilities yeah. aren't they with him. Yeah, if exactly. he hasn't trained all week at all yeah. even if he was found tonight tomorrow he doesn't yeah. play does he you know yeah. what I mean so all eventualities covered in that case and just run through a few comments before we crack on Charlie Core Abby this is one for you in particular oh, it? says it's good to see Abigail Sobersly on again. Is <laughs> that still a thing? That, that seems like it's still a thing. It's the first time I've seen you since it became a thing. I so. know. I literally got tagged in like a post the other day and it was like Sobersly missing a shot with like a golf thing and it I've was like it. Abigail shooting a shot with Sobersly. It's everything. <laughs> still says sent. He hasn't seen it and ignored me, everyone. So, you know, when he sees it, if he blanks it, then, then you'll you know. know. But yeah, well, you'll know. I'm not counting myself out yet. <laughs> no, I wouldn't if I was you either. I don't blame <laughs> yes. you. I see when he's playing Bournemouth the other night and it was really wet obviously loads of rain you had the wet look going on and listen I get it yeah, I fully get real. it uh, <laughs> I might do the same with Patrick Berg see if he ignores me yeah well exactly <laughs> him oh yeah 100% yeah. hashtag he doesn't um, Carl Chadwick <laughs> says I'm gonna have the mother-in-law round talking all the way through the match on Sunday with a roll the eyes emoji you've got to love the mother-in-law haven't you headphones bluetooth uh, you've probably got a bluetooth tv pal Head, stick your headphones in yeah good job bluetooth tvs yeah sort of thing Keep a lot of people don't in. know that tvs have bluetooth God, in I need to start doing that you know my mum talks over the whole match it absolutely <laughs> does me head in <laughs> okay uh, Sean Christian says morning guys uh, looking forward to a Luton smashing on Sunday yeah let's hope hope so um Daniel also says Nunes is having a very good season right now yeah he certainly is we'll come on to him in a moment and sort of the attacking options stuff like that a couple of team selections in there as well um, people already giving their predicted lines we will do our own very shortly but before we do I want to talk about the Premier League um, and sort of where we stand and also the fixtures going on this weekend as well before I should actually mention Thiago Jürgen Klopp said Thiago will be back in the new year he did not specify which year he meant but he did say <laughs> the new year um, he gave no time frame on Stefan Pachetic but said when he is back I've wonderful player let's hope that soon and Curtis Jones also back in contention obviously his domestic suspension is now over but that's team news park for a minute and the Premier League Man City play Bournemouth at 3 o'clock on Saturday Newcastle play Arsenal Saturday at 5.30 and Tottenham play Chelsea on Monday so Abby Interesting fixtures there, yeah. aside from the Man City Bournemouth one, really. Mm. You would imagine at the Etihad that would be a pretty straightforward win for Man City, but generally for Liverpool, albeit Luton, you know, relegation threatened, their aim is to stay up, of course. Yeah. 
we just need to take care of our own business, don't we? And yeah. if people drop points in and around us, happy days. And it looks like with those games there, there's a possibility that could happen this weekend. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm trying to not look at the table too much this early on, but it's difficult not to, especially with what happened with Diaz's goal against Spurs. Mm. I just keep adding that extra point on and like taking two points off them and going to myself, the situation that we would have been in right now, it's so frustrating, but it doesn't mean that like, obviously we're not in contention, 100% we are. So, and you can see teams dropping points 100%, you know, like, if if Spurs can drop some points, that'd be good. But Chelsea, Chelsea is shit at the minute. To be honest, <laughs> really? I was hope I was hoping that we get them in the draw the other day because I just thought you are so shit. But um, I mean, you never know. But what can we go on? We can go on twenty six, can't we? Twenty six points. Yeah. yeah and <clears throat> what what would that be? Spurs are on twenty six at the top. That'd is be that level right? then with them, depending right, on what okay. they do on Monday. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it, it is possible. But obviously, is. Man City are going to go and get three points. But on. with City, it's just about keeping pace, isn't it? Because mm. they're pointing that at the moment. So you mm. know, you'd imagine City would add three therefore four by the by the time we play yeah. so we've just got to sort of stay on their case haven't we and yeah, sort of hang on their co- not the coattails because they're not running away with it by any yeah. imagination but for Liverpool it'd be similar to midweek really yes a, a really impressive performance or free flowing swashbuckling would be nice but it's a, it feels like a bit of a job done type period for me the derby included you know even last weekend midweek we're going through this little run now of fixtures that on paper look favourable but we've just got to keep ticking them off haven't we yeah exactly mate. I'd take 38 games winning 2-1 do you know what yeah. I mean and, yeah. and the experience what we did in midweek so you take that all the time mm. with the way the table's looking at the minute I agree with what you're saying about the city just keep pacing the way we have done over the years because that's that's where it'll all come down to and you know the the games at the Etihad and then Anfield with City those games that decide league titles mm. I do feel that Spurs will drop off eventually yeah. I just mm. feel that they're having a good run which is great um, but I just feel the length of the season and all that type of stuff they're experiencing I do think they, they will drop off no disrespect to them whatsoever they are playing really really well and who'd have thought they'd be doing this well without Harry Kane yeah. you know that's a big shock for me so it, it it will sort of level itself out as long as Liverpool keep playing the way we are doing we don't have a season like we did last year I still see us pulling away with City. So, but yeah. as long as you keep it within a point, anything can happen when you when you play them. Well, I think the same. To be honest, Abby, I'll come to you on that. And before we do, actually, I need to bring up this comment here. One we'll all be interested in. My eyes cannot see that. By the way, I was interested to see if you two could, but that? I can't see it. No. Love you, buddy. <laughs> not a chance. Miss we, you. All, we all love Ross. We do we indeed. Do. Um, yeah. I've literally just got off the phone with him as well, but I love that. <laughs> Very nice. Um, yeah, thank I you. I didn't even realise that was Ross. Then I just read it and went, "Oh, oh yeah, no, it's Ross, yeah. even more lovely now, isn't love it? You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even more lovely now. Um, yeah, Abby. No, I, I, I nearly said you called you Ross. Then. I tend to agree with Jay. I still think it will end up being us and City, personally. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of Arsenal, but I don't really mm-hmm. count them out. And that's not to discredit Spurs and what they are as a side, because mm-hmm. they look very good, of course they do. But when it comes to a title race, yeah. I think Arsenal's a little bit course and distance now because of last year. Yeah. We most definitely are Man City, we know all about them. But I don't know, Spurs just feel to me as if they'll get top four comfortably, yeah. but when it comes to sort of staying the pace over the season in terms of a title challenge, I'm not having it. Yeah. How do you see it? Yeah, I'm the same as you, to be honest. But yeah, it's really early days with this new manager. I can't pronounce his name properly. No, I can't. can't pronounce his and name. Post- Ostapo- post- post- <laughs> it's not worth me trying to pronounce it. But then you can situation- say it, but can you spell it? 
Probably, yeah. No. Can you actually? Yeah. I, I was admitting journalist yeah. before the well, day, so yeah. I'm not. So, but yeah, I feel like they're in a situation with a new manager that I really like and I hate yeah. it when I like like opposition's managers, to Everyone's be honest with you. Yeah. when he first yeah, arrived, didn't it's, yeah. hot, it's really hard to dislike him and you can sort of see what he's trying to do there. And like you said, without Harry Kane, who'd have thought, mm. you never know where the Kane's looking over and are like, oh, imagine they end up winning the league and I've literally gone off. <laughs> not like that's actually going to happen, but yeah. could you imagine? I think I'd honestly have like a little bit of a laugh if that happens when he leaves but um, yeah I can't see them in a situation where they'd be challenging us Arsenal yeah a little bit but when you go through what we've been through at Man City like they did last season it can sort of be a little bit deflating at times and like obviously they know how we've felt for years now I absolutely love seeing all the tweets of their, of their fans last season being like I can't believe Liverpool have went through this time and time again Yeah, and I'm absolutely sick of being like a point behind City again and again and again but it is what it is and it is draining but you know I can't I can't see Spurs or Arsenal yeah. being in it. It'll be us and City. That that's how I see it. I don't know. I don't I honestly don't think like opposition fans actually see it that way though. No, you don't. Like all the Arsenal fans and stuff seem like, oh well, we'll drop off sort of thing because we're on like a new rebuild, but I just don't see it. Like that Klopp knows what he's doing against Man City. That that's just the way I see it. Yeah, it's the anyone but Liverpool narrative, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's what sort of stems from last season and just how far off it we were last mm, season. Yeah. It's almost as if nobody's realised what we are again mm. this time around. We are the secret. Yeah, we've seen yeah. a couple couple of people kind of sit up and take notice and go funny enough I've seen a clip the other day from it might be that that's football with Goldbridge mm. and Ben Foster mm. and Ben Foster <laughs> he kind of just dismissed Liverpool yeah, and then looked at the that. table and went oh hang on like Liverpool yeah. are really good and then when you sort of factor in the red cards we've had and the adversity you mentioned the Tottenham the game earlier that sort of stuff and the fixtures <laughs> as well but even you look we were Tottenham away Brighton away Newcastle away we played Villa who are high flying you know so yeah. when you look at what we faced this season you go hang on these could be the real deal well I certainly think so anyway we watch us all the time of mm. course um, Yusuf on that point actually says that Villa have Forest away need Villa to drop points and give us some breathing room in the table mm-hmm. I get it I'm not concerned yeah. I mean I just see us looking up as opposed to over our shoulder yeah. this season personally I mean Villa flying by the way nothing away from them whatsoever and you know if they can sort of challenge the top four then great but I see us again looking more second first place as opposed to third fourth personally yeah never look yeah. behind unless you're in a dark alley well, yeah, it's good, good advice. Yeah, life tips as life well tips. on this um, show. Yeah, you get everything, here. Um, Mark, you even get jokes. Look at this, Mark Rooney. Man United matches removed to Comedy Central, everyone. <laughs> Things you'd love to see. Um, cool. Yeah. Ironically, his name's Rooney as well. Love that. Yeah, true, actually. Love that. Yeah, yeah. Must have sorry, Mark. We must have he, he must clearly a red. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, Mark. I didn't yeah, mean to. Yeah, no, clearly a red, though. And yeah, Everton and Man United. Wait, mm, I know. If, imagine if he ever got a Liverpool. In fact, Mark, let us know if you ever got your, your own name on the back of your shirt. Yeah, 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 probably, probably not. Probably, probably not. No. No. no, and even like in the playground, you couldn't shout Rooney. Yeah, oh, God, that's gross. I'm sorry, so Paul. sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Phil Connell, one of our YouTube members, says we're going to bless Kenny Road with luscious football. I have never heard Kenilworth Road described as Kenny Road Kenny before. Road. I, there we go. I like it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, yeah. Anyway. Dave, one more chat before I get crack on. Uh, Dave says, one of our other members, we need to keep pace till January if we can get Andre and hopefully a centre-back in the transfer window. The rest of the season, we can fight for everything. Yeah, absolutely. I like that because it mm. it sort of links to what... Because I didn't know what Klopp said about Thiago before. Oh, really? Yeah. And if he's not going to be back till the new year, I think that might be a little bit of a smokescreen of let's protect Thiago injury-wise because if we're going to get Andre in, mm. maybe Thiago moves on somewhere. I don't know mm. if that's lined up or anything. Absolutely. Be disappointing because I'd love to have 
Thiago and Andre in the in the side, which mm. would be great because I think mm. Thiago playing in midfield would be great. But he makes a good point. Does Dave? He get Andre up for the centre back, and you, yeah. you can kick on for the second half. One hundred percent. The centre back thing's an interesting one, and I get it, and I like one, of course. Or the Nacho talk is still doing the rounds but Quant has kind of That's quelled right. my, my, oh, love him. my yeah, desire for that oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm because he's brilliant comfortable mm. I think he's we need one Billions in midweek. I yeah, he was. Great. He was man of the match in midweek. Yeah, yeah. He was man of the match in midweek. I'm so comfortable now if he starts a game. Yeah, no same. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. But I get it still, by the way. And yeah, Andre, yeah, absolutely. you watched the deep dive me and Josh did this week. You'll see I'm all in on Andre. As are we at Redmen, because we've already bought the disc, um, <laughs> which doesn't mean loads, because they cost like a matter of pounds. Um, but we have bought well the disc. Um, yeah. Yusuf, just finally, and I know I said this a moment ago, says they play one game a week, which helps them massively. I assume you talk about Spurs. It does. But mm. yeah, when even that becomes difficult when we get to like Christmas time and the fixtures do pile up yeah, um, yeah Luton Abbey difficult for them I guess mm. the expert, I spoke to a Luton fan last night for our preview and he basically said that we're just loving life being back yeah. in the Premier League and that sounds he literally said it but that sounds almost like dismissive of their chances mm. here but they are and you know a lot of people wrote them off before a ball was kicked and not just wrote them off to be relegated by the way wrote them off for saying the Derby lowest ever point record is in danger I think it's 11 yeah. points they got they might not even get that but they look a little bit better than that yeah. they beat Everton um, which is something but um, yeah I don't know in terms of them do you really sort of I guess you give them a chance of staying up mm. and in these sort of games at home especially these are the games we've got to try and take points off I guess at home isn't it this, yeah. they need to make it a fortress if they possibly can Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, I can't really see them doing that though, to be honest. This is one of the games that I've seen. I just thought, yeah, like instantly going to yeah. get three points there. Not really any worries. I mean, they've got a few good players like that. Morris up front, not too bad. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I put them in my fantasy footy if that actually means anything. <laughs> taking them out against us, obviously. But um, 
Not really. I think they're on five points, aren't they? They're in 18, so they're not dead bottom. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know... Sheffield United are definitely holding on to that. Yeah, yeah. well, it, I mean, it's it's what other teams worse than them to sort of, you know, to stay up. That's mm. the thing, and especially with Everton. They're on, like, 10 points now. Everton are sort of doing all right. I, I, even if they took 12 points off Everton now, they're that jammy. They'd probably end up staying up somehow. Honestly, I'd love to see them try and do that. So <laughs> I, I can sort of see them being down and out, to be honest. But yeah, yeah. obviously at home, they're going to need to try and get their points there. But their their fans aren't going to be going into it thinking, oh yeah, we might get something here against Liverpool. I can't see that at all. No, I agree with that. I mean, I, I have this a, a flashback and this is how glass half empty I am sometimes I had the similar <laughs> feeling when we went to Bournemouth mm. um, I think we were I thought we were three 0 up in that in that luminous kit and carried oh, yeah, fumbled yeah. and we ended up losing four three or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's not that that's going to happen again because Liverpool are a completely different team now to what they thought yeah. they were back then. But the other thing I say about Luton is just annoys me that another team has come up who are worse than Everton. <laughs> because there's another team that I wear seven, that's one less place in that relegation zone for the Blues yeah. that just winds me up about Luton that's all I've got to say about Luton that's fair enough but I agree with Abby three points on Sunday yeah absolutely yeah um, I just want to check it was Carrie Sheffield for some reason I thought it was Danny Ward in goal that day but was <gasps> poor Carrie. Danny Ward yeah. Danny Ward's fuming with you right now he might well be <laughs> so angry uh, he might right well be yeah apologies in advance <laughs> if you are watching um Phil Connell, by the way, says Quonset is boss. Yeah, he absolutely is. Uh, yeah, Luton, I won't ask you for team news on Luton, obviously. Um, they're missing quite a few. They're missing a handful of players, including tell you, to be honest, Mads right. Anderson and Sammy, Sammy Laconga, who I think is on loan from Arsenal, I think I might say. Right. Um, yeah, and they're missing some more as well. Um, Liverpool, team predictions. Um, it's time, Abby. I'll come to you, Jay, first on this one. Um we made some changes in midweek, of course. We perhaps played a couple of lads in midweek who we might not have wanted to have played, certainly not for 90 minutes, um, Timakas included mm. in that, I would hasten to add. Yeah. But how do you see us going in this one? I think you just look at the, the previous Premier League game and just play your strongest 11 again. I think, you know, Zobersly starts again. Mm-hmm. I think McAllister starts. Yeah. Salah's back in. I think Nunes has given a bit of a, a bit of a uh, heads up for starting yeah. as well after that goal in midweek. So Definitely. that's again I love having the, the headache of the front three hmm. because so any front three you put together is fine yeah absolutely I think the back the back line picks itself again I yeah. think Canate and Van, Van Dijk they, they sat out midweek yeah, so the, which was interesting the, that was a massive indication that they're going to start the game obviously um, you know Trent's back in I, I, just on Trent actually how much he, I thought he loved being in that midfield role again mm-hmm. yeah. uh, when he came on in midweek I thought mm-hmm. he relished in that so mm-hmm. again we've gone about that so much that I'm not even going to go on about it again but it was nice to see him in that role a little bit but I just think I think for midfield three mate I'm going uh, McAllister's obviously and Gavin Birch okay that's interesting I've got exactly the same here yeah. Abby for what it's worth you I, just, it. I still feel like McAllister struggles a little bit in that more defensive Role, but it, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't feel like Endo's not obviously like he's showed some good performances, but I don't think he's good enough to start in that sort of role either. So I feel like that's what we should go with. I feel like Gravenberch just sort of deserves sort of deserves to start. Yeah. So Slight is like immediately on the team sheet now. I don't really question it. No, you know that's I mean? it, you know it's one of the first, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. definitely. But I think it's with Endo. You've got. I think he's remember when James Milne used to come on just do a bit of protection yeah. like sort of last mm. I think that's probably that's going to be fine. his role a bit more mm. and I think you're right about McAllister we're not I don't think we're going to see the best of him until we've got that definitive six and that's if that's Andre in January then everyone be afraid for McAllister come January mm. that's that's what I would think it's not just McAllister is it also, you're right yeah, by yeah, the way yeah. you're right but then all of a sudden our eight options are McAllister yeah. Gravenberg yeah. Sobers, like we haven't even mentioned Curtis Jones yeah, mm. that's you know true, what I mean actually. and I, I mentioned earlier he is back from suspension now and I don't think his last couple of performances 
to, to lose game and Wednesday night have been particularly outstanding. Maybe he's lost a little bit of rhythm because of the suspension. Mm. But is there a conversation around him coming back in for Gravenberch at all? Yeah? I feel quite sly on him, to be honest, because he's had that suspension and he's sort of been pushed out of his place a little bit because before that I was like, yeah, start yeah, Curtis fine, Jones, yeah. no mm. problem. I have absolutely no issues. And I still don't if I see his name on the team sheet, but he's sort of lost his place now, hasn't he? And I, I, can't, yeah. I can't really see him getting it back for it. He could, do you know what, to be fair, not to be sly, but because it's Luton, maybe he will give him a game there, That's you know what point. I mean, at the same time. Mm. So maybe, maybe. But, but like, that's another good point you made, mate. It's, it wouldn't bother you if his name appeared no, on the team. Exactly. Like, oh, Sam, nice one. This time last season, probably would have a little bit. Like, yeah. obviously, I was like, being nasty about him a few times now I feel bad but um, yeah no I wouldn't have any problem at all when I'm starting any game but yeah. Gravenberch had done so well yeah. mm. he's got legs and I, I, with the way Luton play footy and you are away from home is it you need that sort of defensive midfielder against Luton and stuff I, I don't know with the way we play footy at the minute I, I mm. really don't know if it's a necessity which is why I'd like to see a, a Gravenberch McAllister Zobbers like midfield that's the thing isn't it with sort of the way the game should go in theory, we should dominate mm. possession and therefore mm. do you need an endo type? Yeah. An endo's more when the game's going to be sort of 50-50 and loads yeah. of transitions and that sort yeah. of stuff. McAllister, by the way, actually had his best game for me in the six last weekend, even in terms of breaking up play and stuff like that. Mm. Um, Thomas says he would go with Ali, Trent, Ibu, Verge, Simicass, McAllister, Soberslide, Gravenberch, Salat, Darwin, Joss. I think we're all in agreement yes. with yeah, that. Like that. Yeah. So the only one really left to talk about there then, Jay, is Cody Gakpo. Um, back to form, back to fitness now I think it's fair to say he gets his goal in midweek yeah. and potentially not playing on Sunday again I'm not bothered if he does or he doesn't and that's that's the biggest compliment to the side and that's not a slight on uh, Gakpo yeah. I think you put him in that side instead of Nunes I'm happy you start with Nunes instead of I'm happy I, I I can't express enough how much on this episode how much I love that front six yeah. so I can't complain either way the only the only uh, side of that is the right side you just don't worry about because it's always yeah. going to be Salah yeah. it's the other two isn't it well so. there's a drop off after if anything ever happens to Salah yeah, yeah that exactly yeah, that's only... where the drop off is isn't it but... if anything yeah. you go is Jota at the minute better coming on mm. and bagging a goal rather than starting I think mm. it's probably his ratio of goals is more when he comes on yeah. and maybe that's something that you look at where you have a Gakpo and a, and a Nunes start and then you bring a Jota yeah. on maybe that's something but it's again either way you're fine aren't yeah, you absolutely and Jota's played quite a lot of footy um, in recent weeks so maybe there is something in that you just mentioned there because I do like Jota from the bench um, Kyle Ullman asks if I'm unsure of the pitch dimensions mm. on uh, Luton but do you worry if it's small and they play a low block it could be a really tough game Luton's defence has been decent I'm almost certain that that's what they will try and do and they will make it difficult they'll put 10 men behind the ball essentially for the most part and look to be physical with us look to win set pieces and hurt us that way but we've shown already this season that we've got so many weapons and so many ways of hurting teams yeah. it doesn't really matter anymore yeah. I, I, I still prefer Liverpool when teams attack us because on the counter attack we just look deadly but I do think we've just like I say if Gravenberg and Sobers like are your eights you've got you've got ways you know what I mean you've got ways to hurt teams so I'm not overly concerned about that there is one more thing I did want to touch upon before we move on um, to score predictions so I'll get your thoughts on them start getting them in the chat as well and it is Abby it's Harvey Elliott mm. and it's because I spoke a lot about this in midweek so I guess some different opinions on because I was off yesterday and I didn't speak to anyone about football. just about him passing his test that was good <laughs> that was good I like that and credit to you Harvey for that but it's not about that no, it's not about how many minors or major with no majors I imagine um, it's about his reaction 
um, to being taken off. I hope you've mm. seen it. Um, didn't look happy. No. And I wondered whether that was just because he felt like he was playing well and he knew that was a big opportunity for him. There could be many reasons as to why he wasn't happy. But he probably knows he's not likely to start in the mm. Premier League on Sunday. So he felt like, I've had an hour there, I'm doing well. I, I want to carry on playing. What did you make of it? Um... I'd rather see him in a situation where he's angry that he's not coming on and he has fire in his belly than he's sort of fine he's sort of fine with that, do you know what I mean? I'd rather see him in that sort of position where he's that eager to play for Liverpool. Like obviously he's a boyhood Liverpool fan, isn't he? But again, it's a bit like the Curtis Jones situation. It's like who do you drop to start yeah. him? Obviously he's sort of maybe seen as a little bit of a backup for Salah. He plays a lot better when he's behind Salah and he's yeah. threading those balls through to Salah. But um I'd ra- I'd rather see him angry like that than him be fine with it. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I would. It's the same with like Mo and stuff like that when he gets frustrated and like throws his jacket off and stuff like that. I'd, I'd rather see them that way, to be yeah. honest with you. But I I do feel sorry for him because you think about last season when like our midfield was just like getting decimated. It was ridiculous. So obviously there was more opportunity there for him to sort of mm-hmm. you know get into the team. And now we've rebuilt the whole midfield. And like we've said, we've said who will start and he's not in there. So I do feel sorry for him in that way because it's not that he's a bad player and he's solid. And that's another, if I've seen his name on the team sheet against Luton, I wouldn't bat an eye. I'd be like, yeah, fine. Not an issue there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. His his abilities there. He's gonna get his opportunity with mm. European games. He's he's gonna he's probably likely to start those, and mm-hmm. that's where you go. Right. Well, I'll show you what I can do there. We yeah. all know what he can do, but that's where he's gonna get his run of form and starting that's games is gonna be in Europe. Frustrated because yeah. he was the cup and all that. Exactly. You know what I mean? He knows there his chances. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like Abby says, you want that fire in the belly yeah. from a player anyway. Yeah, I you. liked it by the way. Yeah. I thought it was interesting because mm. it's the first time we've seen anything like that. You know what I mean? It's all been quite, and I don't think it is a problem. It's all been quite serene. They're all saying, oh, "I love the competition for places and that sort of stuff." Yeah. That was the first first time we've seen anyone angry. get even remotely angry but yeah, I agree with you exactly. I think it's a good thing personally um, before we move on to score predictions um, Porik apologies for that pronunciation but that is not an easy word to say no. um, Fabi PF says great news feature this morning about Don Matteo yeah I've seen I haven't seen the news feature but I've seen a lot of people talking about it um, and yeah I agree um, good on him uh, Craig Hennessy also says the options are amazing reiterating your point there Jay yeah our options are fine and we just spoke about another one Harvey Elliott and he's not likely to get a look in and you know if other teams had that luxury they'd be absolutely blessed yeah. wouldn't they so yeah we should be very very happy with the state of our squad and where we're at and speaking of which score predictions uh, Jay I'm going to go 3-1 and the only reason why the one happens is because we have a little lapse in concentration and we can see from a set piece okay that'd be 4-0 I'll say I love that I love that I will Nunes hat trick right What's the odds on that? Wow. Let's do it. Uh, should okay. I actually put a bet on? Put a pound. You need to now. You've said it. You've said it out loud. Uh, yeah. Just a quick. Uh, goal score this all? Um, trouble you for one? I've done quite well recently when I've, when I've done this, so I don't want to, want to jinx myself, but let's just do it. So Zob, Zobber's Lie is going to get one. Okay. Um, Patrick Burry's going to get one. Uh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, Zobber's Lie is going to get one, and Sal's going to get two. Nice. Okay. Uh, JD says, I think if we score early, Luton gets smashed. Yeah. It, often, it, yeah. Does, it does feel like one of them games. I often say it in our match build up shows, like, Liverpool get one early, all of a sudden the floodgates open. It does feel a little bit like that again, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's hope you're right. I will say we've got a 3 1 with Salah in there, as you just completely vanished off the screen. JD comes back and says, 6 1 Liverpool. Good yeah. lord. Put a pound on it, JD. Uh, Yusuf says, go 2 0. Um, Thomas says, Nunes Hattrick is free money. <laughs> um, Uns says, 3 1 is a good shout we've had a 3-0 from Prasad Singh apologies about the 2-1 Salah shout that vanished as I read it out um, 
Nigel says, I'm not a psychic, so I have no idea of the score. I bet you're fun at parties, Nigel. Um, yeah, I would say 3 0, and I'm going to say Jota opens the score in one from Gravenberch in the middle and a defender. Van Dyke is okay. the third. Okay. Fair enough. Nice. Um, thank you so much. I'm going to be skint now. <laughs> yeah, all them bets. All them bets. Spread yeah. betting on Luton Liverpool. Um, yeah, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, uh, yeah, I nearly read out this thinking it was serious. It says 5 1, <laughs> go mess. There's no need for the last line. There's no need for that. It's been nice. It's all been nice. Um, cool. First one they'll win the season from Kyle. But I'm going to stop talking. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Abby. Thank you, Jay, once again. Okay. Until next time, which will be on Sunday for the build up show and the watch along and all the post match stuff as ever. Take it easy. Have a good rest of the Friday and indeed Saturday. Goodbye. <laughs>